Welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of four. I have three boys and one little girl. My goal here is to educate moms about emotional wellness and motherhood, learning how to regulate their own emotions in a healthy way, and then teaching their little ones regulating their emotions and how to build close relationships and families. Hello, hello, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Today I want to talk to you about um, automatic patterns in our brain and why it's hard to reteach them and why sometimes we know what's the right thing to do, yet it's so hard in the moment. So let's start with this. There are certain things that our brain just reacts automatically and we don't even have to think about it. For example, I can tell you one thing with parenting. Um, and it comes from my childhood. When I was growing up, I was spanked. And one of the things that um, when my parents felt like they couldn't control us or they felt a little bit out of control, especially my dad, he would say, well, do you want to get spanked? Um, no. So, well, then do what I asked you to do. And when he felt out of control, he would threaten spanking. And that is one of the things that I struggle with because I want to wean off away from spanking completely because I feel that's not the best way to build a relationship with your child and to get them to do what you want them to do. It's out of fear then. And actually speaking on that, I asked my son recently, I said, how does it make you feel when you get spanked? He's like, like I'm a loser. Well, that's definitely not the goal, right? And I I don't know if any of you ever asked your kids, if you spank them, if they're old enough, ask them how that makes them feel. It might be really eye-opening for you. And then I asked him, I said, does that motivate you to do things differently and do better next time? And his response was no. Well, then that's completely the opposite of what we think and want spanking to be doing right we want that to be motivating to our kids not to do it again well it really isn't and if you think about it if you've been spanking your kid for the same thing over and over again obviously it's not teaching them the lesson and obviously it's not doing its job so speaking on that quickly i actually want to wean off of spanking completely yet it is a very automatic thing and threat that comes out of my mouth when I feel out of control. So when I feel out of control with my kids, when I ask them to do something and they're not listening right away, how about after a couple of times, my brain feels out of control, like I can't control my child and it's automatic pathway is to react and the reaction that comes out is, are you going to do this or are you going to get spanked? Or do you want to get spanked? Or are you going to do this? Whatever. Same thing. And why I would catch myself saying that even though I'm like, wait, hold on. That's not what I actually want to do. I want to handle the situation differently, but it just comes out of my mouth. And the reason is, is because we have these automatic patterns ingrained in our brain. Things that we've been doing for years a certain way. So when our brain is under stress it goes into automatic patterns and it just reacts in a certain way because that's what it knows, that is what is familiar and it will just do that. So if you want to be able to respond, there's a couple of things you need to remember. 
I recently heard this on a different podcast and it made a lot of sense for me. It's like teaching yourself a new language. And in order for you to be able to automatically speak with a new language, how much do you have to practice it? And obviously, the older you get, the more you have to practice in order for that new language to become automatic. So if you want to learn to handle a certain circumstance with your child in a different way, and you find yourself going back to your automatic patterns that you've been doing for years, well, first of all, Remember that happens when your brain is under stress. You go back to your automatic because your thinking brain is shut off. And the other thing I want you to remember, it takes so many times of practice of the new skill intentionally in order for it to become the new automatic. A 500 to 1,000 times of practice until your brain creates a new pathway Literally, you take little steps to create a new pathway and for it to become a new automatic response. Because when I have a circumstance with my son and I'm starting to feel a little bit frustrated, if I kick in my affirmations, if I kick in my deep breathing, I'm able to stay in my thinking brain and I am able to um, respond instead of react. If I've been under stress all day, if I'm sleep deprived, if I'm hungry, if I'm already overwhelmed and then something else happens and my son is not cooperating, I will catch myself falling back to my automatic, which involves threatening spanking. Now that I most of the time don't even do it. I really, really rarely do it. I don't remember the last time I spanked my kids because I really try to wean off of it. But my automatic is to threaten and that's how I feel more in control. Yet, I believe that that's an unhealthy way to handle the situation. And here is a tip for you how to be able to respond instead of react in those moments. And one of the biggest things is having a plan. When we have a plan ahead of time, what we're going to do, we are a lot more likely to follow through with it. So what I mean by that, if you have a plan that when my son is not cooperating, when I ask him to do something, my plan is to physically come up and say, are you going to do this yourself or do you need me help you to do it? Or my plan is to um, meet him where he's at, to empathize, to connect with him and say, I know you really don't want to do this. I get it. It's a lot more fun to watch TV instead of doing your chores. And you don't have to want to do them. I just need you to still do it because it needs to get done. You're allowed to feel frustrated and it still needs to get done. So if I have a plan how I will handle a certain situation, I'm a lot more likely be able to follow through with it. Or for example, if my son disrespects me and he um, mocks me, my middle one does that sometimes or rolls his eyes. And I have a plan that I will respond When he does that, and my plan is, I tell him, I will not let you talk to me that way. I will not let you treat me that way. Let me know when you're ready to listen and we can talk. Instead of sucking into my automatic, which is often how we were raised, that is our automatic, and be like, how 
dare you roll your eyes at me? Um, you're mocking me? Do you want to get spanked? Or you stop this right now? Or we'd say, stop that right now. You don't get to talk to me that way. Whatever it might be. So those are our automatic patterns. And oftentimes they come from childhood and the way your parents talk to you when you were a kid. And that just, you don't even have to think about it. If you ever paid attention, a lot of things that you do in your parenting are what your parents did to you. You talk to your kids the way your parents talk to you. You don't even realize it. I want you to pay attention to that today. This is your assignment. To pay attention to how you're talking to your kids and if you're repeating any of the phrases your parents spoke to you when you were a child. Um, For example, like, it's no big deal, suck it up, you're going to be fine. Um, You know, go to your room. Stop being frustrated, stop being angry or not allowing your kids express certain feelings or whatever it might be. It all comes back from the way you were raised. And unless you learn different ways and intentionally implement them and practice them, you're going to keep doing those automatic patterns from your childhood. So what I want you to walk away with today, that in order for you to reteach your automatic and create new pathways in your brain, Literally, almost like learn a new language, it requires lots and lots of opportunities of practice. And when we practice it often enough, often enough, it will become our new language that we speak, in a sense. And we will be able to, under stress, be able to use the new autumn, the new pathway that we have literally created if you're a mom that struggles with handling her challenging emotions in a healthy way listen up i got a tool for you if you go in the show notes of this podcast you will see a link where you can sign up for a five-day free mini course and in that mini course you get to learn actual practical things that you can do in the moment and outside of the moment to be more patient and calm so you're not as overwhelmed, so you're not as stressed, and actual ways to learn to de-stress yourself and calm your nervous system down. How often do we hear that we shouldn't react, we should respond? And the problem is, well, how? In the moment, I don't know how because I'm so overwhelmed and so triggered. In this mini course, you get to learn the how. I am so excited that I have these skills that I can share with you. So go in the show notes, click on the link, enter your email, and then you can start the five-day free mini course. Yet, I want you to remember that when we are under stress, our thinking brain is shut off and we are acting on our emotional part of the brain and it will take many, many times of practice for the new automatic, for the new skill to become a new automatic. It That's just what happens. And you might feel like you're failing a lot. And I feel like that too at times. And the thing is, you're not failing. You're just really having a hard time and your thinking brain is shut off. And as much as you want to make positive choices, it is ridiculously hard almost impossible because our emotional part of the brain is not able to make positive choices. It is that part of the brain that over-exaggerates, only sees our perspective. It's that part of the brain that sees how the other person is wrong and how I am right. So 
Think about it. Just as long it would take you to literally learn a new language, you it will take you as long to learn these new pathways. And one of the ways you can set yourself up for success is you can either speak this out loud or write it down to yourself, but you say this, next time my child does this, this is what I will do. And you can say it out loud to yourself throughout the day. You can say it in your mind. You can write it down. Let's say you have often enough where your child mocks you when you try to talk to them because, well, if you remember, they do it because they're dysregulated from one reason or another. But if let's say your child is mocking you, well, that's not a way to treat a parent, nor do I want my child to think it's okay for them to treat me that way. I can't make them stop. What I can do is set a boundary and not let that control me. And I will make a decision and a choice that I will not talk to my child when they are mocking me. So I will say instead, let me know when you're ready to listen and then we can talk. I will not talk to you when you're making fun of me. So you set a boundary and then you say, I will talk to you, but I need you to listen and be respectful pretty much. And when we have a plan like that, and we think about that plan throughout the day, if we write it down at times in our journal, when the moment comes, your brain is able to access it more because you've practiced it. You've practiced it and you have a plan how you will handle a certain situation. If you just tell yourself, oh, next time I won't, I won't yell. I, I'll do something different. Well, what are you going to do? What's the other thing that you're going to do different that will help you respond instead of react. So to recap, this is what I want you to remember. When we are under stress, one way or another, it could be that we're hungry, it could be that we're tired, it could be that we feel unseen or misunderstood, it could be a ton of things, like we're cold, we're overwhelmed, we're stressed. When our brain is in stress mode, it shifts to emotional part of the brain. Our thinking brain shuts off. In our emotional part of the brain, we tend to go into our automatic reactions, those reactions that we don't even think about. Oftentimes, it's how our parents reacted when we were kids, and we say things that our parents said to us when we were children. In order for us to respond, one of the ways we can set ourselves up for success is first meeting our needs, and not ignoring basic needs such as sleep and eating meals and having positive relationships in our life where we feel seen and heard. That helps us to be more in our thinking brain throughout the day. So when there is a circumstance with our child, we are able to be more regulated to begin with. If we take deep breaths and say certain affirmations to ourselves that help us stay more regulated, affirmations such as, I've got this, I can do this, I can handle this, this moment will pass, that sends a safety signal to our brain. It helps us stay in our thinking brain. And when we are in our thinking brain, we're able to access the skill of what we actually want to do to respond as well as to set ourselves up for success, we need to have a plan how we will handle a certain 
situation with our children. For example, one of the things I do, I have a plan that when my kids start fighting in the car, instead of yelling and screaming at them, my plan is to ask them, are they going to stop or figure this out on their own or do I need to pull over? If they continue keep fighting, I pull over to the side of the road and I ask them, do they need help resolving the issue or they got it? That's the plan I came up with. And so when that stressful situation comes up, because I have a plan, I am a lot more likely to remember it in the moment. Because I meet my needs, I'm a lot more likely to stay in my thinking brain. Because I have skills to regulate my emotions, such as affirmations, deep breathing, those are some things that I can do in the moment to help myself stay more regulated then I am able to remember like, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to respond and handle the situation in a positive way. Does that make sense to you? Like, is this helpful? I want you to remember that you're not a bad mom if you lose it. You're not a bad mom if you try to be calm and then you are constantly just losing. Often and oftentimes is you're under too much stress. You really are. And when we're under too much stress, our brain shifts to emotional part of the brain. It could be a lot of things that contribute to it. Sometimes it's basic needs that are not met. Sometimes there's just too much going on in our lives and we need to cut some things out. When we have a lot happening, our brain is in stress mode all the time and you will be in reactive mode. You want it or not. That's why prioritizing to reduce stress in our lives is so important. If you have a hectic lifestyle where you're constantly go, 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 and you are just constantly overwhelmed, you will find yourself reacting a lot more often than you want to because your brain is under constant stress and you're not able to turn on your thinking brain to be able to respond that is something I really, really want you to consider. If you have a lifestyle where you're constantly on the go, where you're constantly overwhelmed with how much you have to do, please consider cutting some of those things out. When you have no moment to sit down and breathe and to be still, you have a lot going on. That means you have too much happening in your life. If you don't have five minutes to sit down and take deep breaths, I'm sorry to say this to you, some real truth here, your life is too busy. There's too much stuff happening. Your body needs some stillness in order to learn to calm its nervous system down. When we are a lot more calm to begin with and we don't have as much stress going on in our lives, we are a lot more likely to respond. And if we meet our needs and have a plan how we're going to respond with our children in certain circumstances. We are setting ourselves up for really good success. Yes, we'll still have moments where we lose it. We're not perfect. This is not about perfection. There are ways we can set ourselves up for success. And this is one of them is intentionally reducing your stress in your life. Creating moments of stillness and quiet to learn to calm your brain down. Having a plan how to respond. And all of those things combined, you are going to become a much better version of yourself. You really, really are. And you're going to become that mom that you've always wanted to be. You're going to become more calm and peaceful and 
even when your kids are screaming and yelling, you're going to be able to stay grounded and not get sucked into that energy. You can do this. You really can. I know you can. And I can share with you that I have come a long way because I used to do that, be sucked in into that energy, just get all frustrated and overwhelmed. But now because I've learned different ways, I'm able to do do better and show up in a much better way. What I want you to walk away with today is to remember that reducing your stress is actually helping the rest of the family. It's not just helping you. It's going to spill out into the rest of your family, prioritizing your needs, prioritizing your self-care so it can outpour to the rest of the family. And you will be able to show up in a much better version and become that mom that you've always wanted to be. All right, ladies, this is nice and short. This is not a long episode, but I hope it was valuable for you and you learned something. I would love for you to tag me on social media that you've been listening and share this episode with another mom who you might find it really helpful for. And you ladies have a wonderful day. I've noticed that a lot of moms have a hard time investing in themselves. They think, oh, I'll just figure this out on my own. I will just, I'll get it eventually. I just need to try harder. But has it worked? Has it really, really worked for you? I know that I personally had to go through a season in my life where I had to invest a lot financially to become a better version of myself. I was really struggling, I was in dark place, and I needed somebody to hold my hand and tell me what the next step was. I did not want to be the mom that is angry, that is overwhelmed, that is irritated, that is frustrated, that is snappy at my kids. That's not the kind of mom I wanted my kids to remember. So I ended up going to counseling and investing into myself. I learned so much through that. And now I am so passionate in helping moms to become better versions of themselves. Oftentimes, we just don't know where to start. None of us were really taught how to regulate our own emotions under stress. Most of us have no idea how to do that. And our parents never did it. Nobody taught us. And sometimes we really just need someone to hold our hand and tell us what to do. I'm here for you, Mama. In the show notes, you can sign up for my monthly membership where you get to learn how to become a more patient mom. You get to learn how to regulate your own challenging emotions. We get to do things proactively where we support ourselves so we are more patient to begin with. Also, I offer now one-on-one coaching for moms that really need the one-on-one, who are really, really struggling, who don't want to talk about their problem in a group setting, but they really need that support. They need to figure out why they're stressed out to begin with, how to cut their stress out of their lives, how to manage their stress, how to regulate their own emotions in a way that works for them. I just want to let you know, I got you, Mama. So check out in the show notes. You can email me directly for the membership or you can email me directly at hello, emotionallyhealthylegacy.com.